All right, so I got a quick rant when it comes to church digital marketing, digital marketing for churches. Um, now, I run my own digital marketing firm. We do long form video content. We do paid advertising. We do search engine optimization for small businesses, uh, medium sized businesses, and basically we help them fill their sales funnel. But if you're if you're at a church right now, or any kind of church, big church, small church, I want to teach you a little bit about what we see going on right now for your digital marketing. First off, um, definitely give us a call. We have all sorts of tools to help you do this. We do optimizations. We just do consultation calls too. Um, I, I try and make this really easy because sometimes you just need some direction and then your teams can execute it and, and uh, we try to be really generous with this. Now, I was at Eagle Brook Church. I, I worked there for two years, two and a half years. I've been going there since 2006. And like or hate Eagle Brook Church, my dad has been the chairman of the board for a long time. Um, we are Eagle Brookers. I love my church. I love all churches as long as the... the you know, the message is based in the Bible. And uh, anyways, the reason why I'm bringing this up is in 2021, there's this new thing that I'm seeing churches fall prey to. Essentially what you're doing is you are relying on five year ago technology in terms of social media. A lot of you are really, you're hip, you're good. You're, you've got these online services. You've got all sorts of people tuning into online services. And, uh, not only that, but you've got Facebook Live groups. You're doing so much with social media. You're truly leaning into it, and I want to congratulate you with that. I think that's amazing. Way to go. Keep it up. But what I want to talk about real quick is two things. One, how can we as the church and you as the churches and relationships that you have around each other do search engine optimization in order to make sure that when people are searching things, the right answers are coming up. And how do we raise, basically, how do we help the sources and the thought leadership of the Christian worldview, of the biblical worldview, so that we ultimately move the needle towards not only people placing their faith and trust in Jesus and, and having salvation, but also helping people understand that Jesus has answers and the Bible has answers for almost everything, for everything in life. I mean, it doesn't teach us how to fix refrigerators, but it gives us everything necessary to live an amazing life, to live a moral life, and to follow him and go to heaven. Um, so I'm talking about how do you help people fix their life, right? Now, I have two very specific things that I want to talk about here. And the first thing, what I, what I need to do is I need to tune you in a little bit to how search engine optimization works. So long story short, I'm going to move really fast now. Basically, um, Google and Bing crawl all the websites out in the world and it's trying to find answers to questions and queries. When it crawls my website and it sees that I have an article called uh, How to Start a CPA Firm, what it does is it starts to note that, it pays attention to how people interact with that content, it sees if I have any backlinks to that content to, as small votes of confidence from other organizations, and essentially what happens is I have anticipated that there is a problem out there where people are trying to start their own CPA firm, and they might Google about 15 different queries, 200 different queries. Um, best sales tips for a CPA firm, how to start your own CPA firm, um, should I get my CPA to do taxes, Do I? what's the best tax software, how do I create a tax plan? There's about a hundred different questions that if you're a student or a new entrepreneur that's thinking of starting your own business that you're going to ask, right? Um, and 
what I have done is I go on and I write long form, you know, 500 to 1500 word, well-documented, good pieces of content, and I create video around those queries. And what happens is as people jump on Google and search how to start a CPA firm, how to start a bookkeeping firm, how to start a tax and accounting firm, best uh, business model for a tax and accounting firm, whatever those might be, they will start to bump into my content. And all of a sudden, they go down the YouTube rabbit trail, they go through the blog rabbit trail, and they start seeing that I've got all these answers for them and coaching and tips and helpfulness, right? But ultimately, what happens, you have to say, how does Google determine what would show up when you search on YouTube and when you search on Google, and how does Bing determine that? Because Bing is relevant. Uh, you may not know this, but people are on Bing, and it's when they have a Windows machine, and it doesn't seem very likely, but I'm telling you, it actually is a thing. And uh, essentially what you have to do is you have to create amazing content that people actually um, consume. So that means that whatever piece of content, whether it be a blog or a video or whatever it is, it needs to actually satisfy the query. It needs to answer the questions. If it doesn't answer the question at hand, what you will find is that people will get there and you've done a bait and switch and people won't like it. The reason why I'm bringing this up for the church is right now, social media has drastically reduced its organic reach, okay? And the result is only people that already know you, only the reached, only people that are aware of your organization are finding your stuff. Now, if they like and share that stuff, their friends might see it. But the way the algorithms are working, um, and this isn't to criticize them, this is just from a professional perspective. Just so you know, Facebook and Instagram, you need to be super active in there, but all you're gonna do is reach the people around you and uh, and that's good. People can do live church with you. Keep doing that. I'm not advocating against stopping that or anything like it. Keep that going, but what I want you to do is I want you to start thinking about the questions and queries that people have around life um, and I want you to start creating a ton of content about it. I want you to write long form stuff. Every message that you have should be, you should snip each section of that message out. It should be a written piece of content because Google likes to see good long form content. And then you need to cite your sources and hyperlink to the stuff. And then you should put the video on there. And essentially by creating these optimized landing pages that are solutions to queries, you're going to suddenly have much more, um, you're gonna have much more luck getting in front of people that are looking for an answer to the question that you're answering, right? Um, and, and ultimately, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because if you take your message right now and you just throw it up there and your message is um, episode one of how to be a super duper and you have some clever title, you know, none of us really care about that. I think it's cool. It shows that you're professional. Your graphic design team does a good job. I'm glad you do it. I think you should continue to, to pursue excellence in the way things look and presentation and all of that. But ultimately, inside of your message, are answers and fixes, which are God's words, God's word solution to problems. And so what you should be doing is you should taking, you should be taking that written content, you should be taking those video clips, and you need to orient them around the problem, the root problem, which is the sin. And if you start doing that, when people search, how do I quit drinking? How do I become how do I fight depression? How does a man quit, get forgiveness for a anything? How do you be 
nicer to your kids? How do you quit losing your temper? How can you fight anger? And when we start producing lots of written, marked up and optimized content that's actually helpful and good, and we make it in appropriate bite-size-ish pieces, what you're gonna find is that people will search for it, they will find it, they will consume it, and you will have answered a good question for people rather than just creating content for your own organization. So um, let's bring this to a head, let's talk about what the actual take is. You should be using your blog not to write some fluffy blog post that um, talks about anything for insider language. Your blog should be one thing. It should be answers to queries. You should be thinking about every question and every problem that people have in life and thinking of what are the 10 to 15 questions somebody might have about that exact subject matter. And once you find those, what you ought to do is write explainers. So it's you know, if you think about how to how to quit drinking, right? So it's how to quit drinking. Habits that lead to alcoholism. Should I drink at all? Do I have to go not a drop? Um, what are the groups around me? Should I should I join an AA group? Is AA good for Christians? Um, is the higher power in AA a Christian God? What do I do if I have a DUI? Is there help around me for? if I lost my license. You know, there's so many different things that when you have this problem of this sin and it has rooted in your life, there's all these solutions that you need. And the church, not the government, needs to be the one connecting people to these solutions. But the only way we do this is we have to use our websites and our YouTube channels in order to do this. Your social media is decent, but it's nonsense. Social media is for people within that group. You cannot ask Google, Bing, or Siri, or even Alexa, you can't ask these things questions. It's not gonna serve up a solution from any of the social media empires because they're they're not gonna help each other. Now there's been a little bit of Facebook videos started to show up in some of the Google SERPs. You know, two months ago I saw that occur, and now it's gone again. Um, it, you know, but if I were to search my name, Rob Satram, or Feedback Crunch, all of a sudden my some of my Facebook content would start to put pop up. But if in that Facebook content, I had a video titled, um, how to, how to quit drinking or all of the AA groups in Edina, Minnesota, what would happen is that that piece of content wouldn't show up. Um, it basically only allows branded search results for the most part. There may be a couple uh, videos, but Google and Bing and now Apple's going to get into this game too. They have no interest in allowing their competitor, Facebook, to have any help. There's no reason to do it. The only thing that we've seen is there's been a liaison between Google and Apple, where Apple and Google, they paid each other basically so that Apple would use Google as its primary search engine. Now there's an antitrust lawsuit, and Apple is coming out with their own search engine so that it can provide more competition um, because otherwise they're gonna get sued for, they're all gonna have these antitrust lawsuits. So what you're going to see, folks, is unless you get this on your website, you mark it up for problems, um, and, then, and then here's a couple little tips, okay? Your, your content needs to have headers that are the, the question. Then you need to ask the question in the content because when Google reads it, it's actually going through and reading that content. It's trying to find out what this is about, right? You should add in some images. Um, you should make it read clear. Make it easy to read bucket 
bucket it out into short little clips. Don't write long paragraphs. Write it for us stupid people, right? People are busy. They're looking for a solution. They're not looking for a PhD. They're not looking for an English paper. They really aren't. Anyone who has the discipline to do that probably doesn't need your article anyways. Um, so basically what I'm getting at, guys, is if you write long form content around queries, questions, and problems, and then write a whole bunch of them. Don't stop at one. Once you get a keyword written for, if you're going to go after helping people um, avoid divorce, like get into the sins that are just wrecking people, depression, um, marriage counseling. You can do everything from giving advice to answering the questions to even equipping the Christian counselors around you. You know, I think that Churches are in this position where we can support the organizations near us and make sure that the Christ-based organizations that are doing the best work are the ones that people find. So by us writing content and then sourcing and creating hyperlinks to that content, you're going to find that we will uplift um, other organizations. Which brings me to my final point. Did you know that when you hyperlink to an organization, and if you get hyperlinks to your pieces of content and to your website and to your YouTube videos, what will happen is that you will get, it's considered a vote of confidence, essentially, from Google and Bing. So as you build up your, your backlink portfolio, as more people cite you as an authority, those are small votes of confidence that Google takes incredibly serious and it will help your content and the people that matter to you, their content. So one thing you can do to help the organizations that you really like is you need to be on a rhythm of writing great content. And as more and more people engage with that content, Google notices it. But it will also take note of you will be blessing people by giving them backlinks. And then other people, if you have other churches, your associations are incredible opportunities to start providing backlinks to each other. And when you provide backlinks to each other, what you're going to find is that Google sees that you're within an industry, within a sector. And when you write a piece and that's a, an authority for here, you're going to start uplifting each other in the Google algorithms. And what will happen is the church digitally will suddenly start to be taken much more serious. And as it gets you're, you're referencing each other and you're writing for each other and you're helping each other, you're guest writing, you're guest posting, suddenly what's going to happen is you're going to have incredible momentum digitally and you're going to be able to help people a lot more. Um, because right now people are facing problems. We're all facing problems. Sin. Sin is the problem. And sin isn't that clever. Sin is easy to anticipate. We know the problems. But if people are going to be Googling stuff and BuzzFeed is the first thing that pops up, you know, when it's like, how do you know your man's cheating rather than how do you honor your spot? How do you know your man's cheating? Do you want them to find a BuzzFeed article or do you want to find something from Harley uh, or Willard Harley or whatever his name is from his needs, her needs? Like we all owe it to take these Christian books and just unbox the snot out of them and make sure that we are helping people find the content that's actually going to help their life. Um, so folks, if you have any questions about this, we do consulting calls. We try and keep it easy for big, small, anything in between. Um, we can also help you optimize and give you ideas. We can help you optimize your websites and and uh, and tune that in. So go to feedbackrench.com, reach out. God bless, good luck, and uh, keep it up.